Five on five in five. It is Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Stephen Kelly Fletcher here for you again to bring you the weather, to bring you the headlines, to bring you a little bit of everything else happening around our area as well. I'd promise not to sing, but that I seem to violate that about twice a week. So yeah. uh, give, give or take. Yeah. But it wasn't. What, what was that song you hate? Nope, we're not going there. Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't have to go there. We'll, get, it, we'll <laughs> get out of her again one day. <laughs> I did have to text Stephen and our executive producer on was that Friday morning because my husband woke up and chose yes. violence and sang said song. And I was like, all right, I guess this is how our weekend is going. Anyway. <laughs> Chilly again this morning, but warming up once again, mid 40s, comfortable, comfortable ish, comfortable for December. We'll go with Um, to just be mindful. Clear again overnight, which drops our temperatures into the 20s. So those early mornings, evenings are very cold. I left for a run last night at around five ish. And uh, by the time I got back in the house, I was very ready to be back in the house because as the sun went down, the temperatures dropped pretty quickly. Um, But we're warming up as we get closer to the weekend. So for Thursday, high of 48, Friday, high of 51, Saturday, high of 52. We have a home football game on Saturday, folks. Keep that in mind. Um, we will talk more about that as we get closer to the weekend, but should be comfortable uh, before the bottom drops out over the weekend. All right. Be prepared, especially for Bengals fans. Be prepared. Saturday. There, <laughs> there you go. go. We got a song. There out we of go. Her, out of her, right. yeah. A Check, little Lion King. Checking. Uh, Kelly singing off the list for today, and we'll keep it moving from there. All right, five on five in five. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. Fletcher, story number one. Yes, story number one. A bit of a quick hitter uh, to start us off because we truly don't have that much information. We know an investigation is underway after something happened in Bond Hill last night, but Cincinnati police are staying mum on the details. Yeah, that's about all there is to say. Uh, They responded to an incident, haven't said if anyone was hurt, so a lot of questions. CPD, we've reached out to them. They're not answering questions at this point. Uh, Those updates will likely come through the day, and then we'll pass them along. That's right. We will have them for you. Uh, If not on air, uh, if they're in by the time our noon show rolls around, we'll definitely have them for you on our website, WLWT.com. Our second story this morning, kind of a three-for-one. We do two-for-ones to end the show sometimes. How about a three-for-one? Three uh, high-profile cases are all returning to court around the greater Cincinnati area today. Yes, they're all very sad stories, unfortunately. First up, we'll go to Claremont County. 60-year-old Monty Cecil facing dozens of charges on sex crimes against children. He's expected in a common police court for a pre-trial hearing this morning. Then there's Mia Harris. This is in Butler County. She's accused of intentionally shooting her infant granddaughter in the head. Unfortunately, she's being held on a $1.5 million bond. So she will be in court at some point this morning, I believe at 1 o'clock. And then finally over to Warren County, Michael Sims. This was a case from a couple of weeks back with a wrong way crash where uh, prosecutors say he was going 90 miles an hour intentionally in the wrong direction without braking, hitting head on with a um, some pl- sheriff deputies or police officers and ended up killing a police dog in that incident he is back in court on multiple charges including attempted aggravated murder and also felonious assault all three cases where we'll be waiting for updates to see what happens there Moving right along to our third story this morning, a Marine veteran and firefighter is helping to make a difference while shedding light on an important issue. 
incredibly important issue and this area was chosen specifically to finish this journey so john preston raising awareness about suicide after losing his brother uh his journey started in south carolina on veterans day he ended at paycor stadium yesterday evening his brother michael died by suicide in 2016 michael was a longtime newport police officer a boone county sheriff's deputy so that's why the ties here um and the specific choice to have the journey and in the cincinnati area. Preston said one of the most powerful moments of his journey is when his family walked into Paycor Stadium holding hands together. There was an incredible show of support from Northern Kentucky. And he said as soon as they hit Owen County, it was like left and right. They had people coming to walk with them, usher them, make sure that they were safe on their journey. So um, definitely, obviously emotional. Rachel Hersheimer did a really beautiful job putting together some of those moments uh, from Paycor last night. But yes, a huge reason to have this conversation. He lost his brother. There's always help. Please utilize those resources, 988. Any websites out there that that might be able to help you out if you are in a time of need or you know someone who might need that help, uh, make sure you're utilizing that. There's some stories that even before I worked in local news, I never got tired of, you know, military members surprising other family members at school or at a ball game or something. And things like this, people walking long distances, sometimes it's all across the country, sometimes it's, you know, South Carolina, Cincinnati, whatever it has been. Uh, but I very rarely, if ever, get tired of those stories as well. It's always cool to see the journeys people can go on and for the cause that they're supporting. Uh, our fourth story this morning, uh, after speaking uh, with mem- or speaking with the members of the media yesterday after the press conference to introduce Jimer Candelario, uh, yesterday Reds baseball of President Operations Nick Craw gave some more insight on how the club plans to handle their crowded infield for 2024 and beyond. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. A lot of uh, riches to have on this team, but you have basically 12 guys for nine positions to uh, spread out. Feels like so, you have 12 guys for four positions right. in yeah. the infield. It really is. So, uh, you know, 2021 NL rookie of the year Jonathan India he's a major cornerstone of this franchise but he's going to be playing a little outfield come spring training see if he can do that because you have Candelario because you have Spencer Steer because you have Ellie De La Cruz and the list goes on and on and on you got to get these guys on the field got to get them some bats got to keep them happy because when you have such young talent and such great talent you really want to utilize it in the best way so be on the lookout for spring training to yeah. see where everybody ends up and hopefully everybody gets to stay in a Reds uniform because you don't want to hear the news of someone so has been traded uh, to go find other uh, teams, but we shall see. That's right. India, popular trade candidate, at least in terms of the national baseball talking heads and fans. Um, and Crawl was uh, talking about how injuries really plagued them, especially in the infield. You know, Ellie De La Cruz missed some time. Uh, Novelle Marte currently got hurt in the Dominican. They had to move around guys. Uh, Spencer Steer was basically the only infielder who didn't get hurt at any point last year. He's also moving in the outfield. Um, and Crawl said that and made me look up yesterday that the Reds led the majors in man's games lost with 650 last season. So not only are you trying to keep India's bat in the lineup, but you're also able to move him to into the infield if one of those injuries happens again next year. But as we get to February, we'll have more to look for in spring training other than just can this team win games, which has kind of been the theme over the last uh, couple of years during this mini rebuild. Uh, rounding us out, some happy is not even the proper word for it, some joyous news. Uh, the WLWT family has grown, welcoming a new member, uh, meteorologist Alison Rogers and her husband Josh have welcomed their first child, baby boy, Lewis, to the world. Mom and baby are doing well. Louie, he's so precious. 
Seven pounds, 15 ounces, chubby cheeks, looking adorable. Make sure you go uh, send her love and well wishes. I'm sure they've already received all the advice, unsolicited or solicited, um, on social media. So let's just send her the best, the warmest wishes. Um, He's precious. We're so, so excited for them. Um, And hopefully they're getting settled can, do you get settled? No, no. never. As, yeah, like three, as parents three years ourselves. In, right? no, I just was thinking, no, not even that. Not even three. I just was thinking as well how time becomes so even more obscure at this point in babydom. And when you just genuinely, you're like, is it morning? Is it night? I have no idea how many days have passed by or the last time I showered slashed brushed my teeth. Like it gets to be such chaos right now, but it's the most fun precious adorable chaos and then they turn seven like my oldest in two weeks like what (laughs) and then time really he's still precious (laughs) he's still precious the the, the time flies so they'll be enjoying it i can say he's precious because he doesn't live with me true yes he he has to come back home and i'm like oh hello hello son how are you today oh this is how we're gonna act okay all right let's go let's bedtime already let's go no but congrats to allison and josh can't wait to meet the new bundle of joy here at the station this is 515 and 5 we'll see you tomorrow